So <clears throat> when you when you learn to cook, flavor is in fat. <laughs> okay? Yes, absolutely. That's why we love stuff with cream, butter. It's mm. why we love bacon. Mm. It's why we love a burger and prime rib. Oh, yes. Right? All of them are good. All of them. <laughs> are you a Thanksgiving guy? You like Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, gravy? That, yeah, mashed potatoes and gravy. Gravy? Oh. You want to know why gravy tastes so good? I Well, I mean... I, just because it tastes good. <laughs> I'm sure it's because it, of the fat in it. It's the fat. <laughs> so, you know, the way you make Thanksgiving gravy, at least the way I do, mm-hmm. you take the turkey out of the pan and all those drippings in the bottom, mm. all the fat from that turkey skin is in the bottom of the pan and that's how you make the gravy. Mm. Man, okay. this sounds so good. <laughs> I know. Yum, 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 right. yum. Or stuffing. Yeah. You know, why does stuffing taste so good? It's just bread, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how Butter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Butter. Yeah. All those foods taste so good mm-hmm. because of the fat. Yeah. So, restaurant food. It's highly palatable largely because of fat. Mm, of course. They're slapping right. butter sticks and cooking it all up in there. Exactly. Mm. Okay. You know, and if you're if you're cooking for the masses, I mean, you really don't have a vested interest in how many calories they're getting. But what I hear here from our members is, oh, I love those salads at Applebee's. And it's a salad, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. let me let me just Oh, I'm excited for this. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good. Okay. Applebee's, a crispy chicken tender salad. Okay, so salad, chicken. It's gotta be good, right? Right. Uh-huh. Well, that's just a cool 1,210 calories. No kidding. 1,200. Now, is that with like the dressing and everything included too? Or is that, because I know some will like say dressing on the side, some will say dressing included. That one includes the dressing. Okay, but okay, still. Okay, so that's, still. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Because I've got more examples where it's even. Okay, okay. all right. Um, or their oriental chicken salad. Okay. Got to guess? I bet. So we got 1200. I'm going like 1350. 1570. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about everybody who might listen to this, but 1570, that's my whole day's worth of calories. That's intense. Oh, that is, that is ridiculous. Okay. And it's only, it's only 41 grams of protein, so it's not going to get me anywhere where I need to be. Okay. (laughs) That's nuts. That isn't crazy. Yes. That is intense. So. Actually, in that one, the Oriental chicken salad, 950 of those calories are coming from fat. Really? Dang. That's why it tastes so good. Oh, my God. See, I've never seen, like, I've, I don't really get salads because I'm weird with salads. I don't like dressing and stuff like that. But, like, that's, because that's what usually people go to. They're like, oh, I'll have a salad. I'll have a salad. Yeah, I'll have that's a salad. Yeah. That's At crazy. Applebee's, you're better off just getting the steak. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> So then let's see uh, what I get here. Chilies. Mm, Yeah, chilies. So that's another one. So fajitas. Because I like fajitas. Yeah, veggies, steak. Yeah. Some shells every now and then maybe. So steak fajitas. Uh Uh-huh. 1,220 calories. man. Without toppings. So wait, does that mean just the steak or does it just mean the... Right. So then... Fajita toppings, another 260 calories. Wow. 
add guacamole. That's another oh, 50. Yeah. <laughs> add the white queso and pico de gallo, and it's 150. Then add in your tortillas, which is 250 calories. Oh, a side of rice, a side of beans. Of course. We're, we're easily at 2,000 calories here. That's like almost everyone's daily intake for the most part. Like, that's crazy. Right. In one meal. And... If I'm going to have that, I'm probably going to want a margarita. Of course. <laughs> for another 300. Yeah. Right? Or um and and I'm not I'm not trying to demonize any restaurant. Here, right, absolutely. Going out to eat is fun. It has its place. Mm-hmm. But this is why we have to be smart about it. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the kind of education I like to give people. So, uh Olive Garden. Oh, good one. A good one, of course. Oh, well, yeah, it's you delicious, know. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. How about the Asiago Tortelloni Alfredo with grilled chicken? Oh, I mean, sounds, chicken. Yeah, it sounds good. I bet mm-hmm. you, I, I'm going 1600 at least. 1980. Ooh, ooh that is intense. Ouch. Yeah. Um, I, the chicken parmigiana is 1000 calories, so that's Still, one I mean, of the better choices yeah, on that be- menu. it's better. <laughs> <clears throat> but dang. It's nuts. Yeah, it really is. So... The, the the thing about eating out is that we, we need to be mindful mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And if you're going out to eat once a month or something, something like this isn't gonna kill you. It's right. not gonna it's not gonna derail your whole plan. But if this is your go to <laughs> two or three nights a week. Yeah. That that will derail that's gonna, your plan. That's <laughs> gonna derail you, yeah. right? And so what we need to understand is these foods are designed to be highly palatable. They're designed to taste good. Mm-hmm. And none of these menus specify the serving size. That is true. That was what was going to be one of my questions, like what the serving size looks like. So I imagine that most of these are based on the plate they put in front mm-hmm. of you. And right. last time I was at Olive Garden, it felt like a platter. Yeah, they're, yeah, it's a pretty decent size. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, I, it's like four meals. So that's that's the other problem we face in going out mm. is that there's relatively little portion control. Right, they just give you what you get. And like, you get yeah. what you get, and then once it's there, it's just so tempting to keep going. Oh, of course. And then you couple that with one or two alcoholic drinks, mm-hmm. and alcohol lowers our inhibition and skews our judgment. Yeah. Sip of wine, and you just keep going yep. on the Alfredo. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so we get into some dangerous combinations. For sure. So set that aside. <laughs> that's good information. No, but- it is. It's very eye-opening. And I that's half the battle is getting those just moments where you like do take a second look at what you're eating. Yeah. Because like, it is like... Like you said, restaurants aren't like they're they're part of the life. They're part of social. You go out, have family dinner, whatever it is. Absolutely. Um, but you have to also realize what you're taking in. <laughs> it it involves being mindful. Yeah. You know, and so then we then we're faced with the dilemma of our local restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, chains are required to publish this nutrition information. Right. And so, you know, if you run through Taco Bell or McDonald's on your way to work on the morning in the morning, I suggest you look at their menu and just see. Right. But our, our local, you know, here in Coldwater, we've got a couple of local bars, you know, they do some good barbecue sandwiches mm-hmm. or a really great burger. And how do you know? Right. 
But what we need to recognize again is that restaurant food is designed to be highly palatable. Most restaurants are not making their burgers out of 93% lean burger. <laughs> I'd be impressed if they were. <laughs> well, they won't taste good. Right, because it'd be uh, lean, yeah. It's, it's going to be lean and dry. Yep, it's going to lose you its, You know, yeah. so they're, they're using 80-20 or 70-30 burger, mm. most of them. For sure, yeah. Just because it creates a juicy burger that tastes good. really good. Yeah, of course. So... Even with that, we if we're going to estimate what we're going to intake, we need to estimate on that side of the equation. These mm-hmm. are going to be higher fat foods. So then the next question is, oh, what do I do? Right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So a couple of strategies that I use. Okay. So first of all, be mindful of the drinks. <laughs> yeah you got it yep, yep always get some water with a drink You're right <laughs> sip of wine a sip of water yep okay break it up yeah for sure that keeps our judgment more intact mm-hmm. and it extends how long a drink lasts maybe we ingest a little less yeah and then too i mentioned the margarita earlier the the more sugary the drink um, the, the higher they are in calories. A margarita has a lot more calories than a glass of wine. Mm, oh, yeah, or, most definitely. you know, a vodka and soda or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think about appetizers. <laughs> oh. Okay, so d- just so you know, I found one appetizer on one of these menus. It might have been Olive Garden mozzarella sticks. Oh, yeah, of course. 800 calories. Yeah. Okay, so if you're doing the mozzarella sticks and then you have a 1,900-calorie entree. You got your next two days booked up already. Right. (laughs) You know, so do you really need an appetizer? Right. Are we ordering, you know, eight appetizers for the table to share or can we get one or two to share? Mm -hmm. Right? Let's just cut it back a little bit. Now, my, one of my favorites is salads. So I like to get my dressing on the side. Mm. Wait, you know, everybody does that, right? Right. I'll take my dressing on the side. And they still dump it and all on they, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to drown it. Yep. So all you need to do is keep it there. Every time you take a forkful, you just dip it. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know what you do? You use about one quarter of the dressing that way. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's an interesting. I've never, you get, yeah. Then you get a taste of dressing on every bite. Yeah. But it's a taste. It's not a tablespoon. Right. Huh. Yeah, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I'm an anti-dressing guy, so it's oh. like, but that's interesting little track because people do love dressing. I know that's like, I have friends that will <laughs> dump bottles, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. What are you doing, man? Yeah. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and now some people everybody's got their own taste and Mm. and some people just kind of prefer the lettuce if i can get a hold of a salad that's got some really great greens like Mm. a mixture of good greens and then some tomatoes and some onions and like a variety of vegetables that alone creates some flavor oh yeah as long as we don't drown it right I don't know. I don't think ranch dressing is that great myself. See, but. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a whole other topic, but yes, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, in oil and vinegar and salt and pepper mm. 
are are a great alternative. You mm. know, that's the basis of Italian dressing, of course. Okay. Yeah. Oil and vinegar. Just use more vinegar than oil. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know? Some restaurants have a little basket they'll bring you with a crude of oil, some with vinegar, and you can do your own. Mm. So yeah, you even get the choice to kind of balance it out a little bit better. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So we've kind of gotten into the topic, but so we, we understand that when it comes to food, it's very, it can be very dense in the caloric value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's an eye opening thought process. And you kind of mentioned, you know, be, be wary of the drinks you're taking in, be wary of the appetizers if we choose to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other like strategies when it comes to like navigating a menu? Oh yeah. What do you got? Well, so when it comes to your entree, mm-hmm. um, I always scan the menu and evaluate the like the individual components that are in the menu. Okay. Okay. So they might have a. Uh, we have a restaurant here in town that they've got a salty mother clucker, and okay. I, it's a great sandwich. Yeah. But it's chicken breast and. Um, some variation includes melted cheese on it and bacon and avocado. Mm, Okay. So we got fat, fat, fat. Right. Okay. But the base of the sandwiches, they've got a chicken breast they're grilling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So grilled chicken breast. It's good. Okay. All right track. Yeah. Right. Um, they also have one. It's a chicken pesto sandwich. Mm. Okay. So they dress it with pesto. Well, it's, it's a reasonable choice anyways but lots of flavor in it, mm-hmm. you know, and then you scan and you find out what kind of vegetables they have. And then all, all you need to do is simply ask your server, Hey, listen, you know, I'm whatever I'm watching my diet or I have some dietary restrictions or whatever you got to say. Mm-hmm. I see you have the sandwich. Is there any way I can get a plain grilled chicken breast or can I get that chicken breast with the pesto on it? With no bun, with no cheese, whatever, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I search for those individual components that are relatively healthy and see if I can pull them back out of a dish that might not be good for me. Okay. And build my own. Now, I have really great luck around here. There's a, <clears throat> there's a bar on the lake we like to go to. Okay. And... So I convinced them, it didn't take much, to give me a side salad and then a small serving of tortilla chips and a bowl of chili. And I make a taco salad. Mm, interesting. So I mean, chili's not overly bad. Mm-mm. You know, the, probably the worst thing there is the tortilla chips. But I could put together a very reasonable meal without feeling like I was blowing the whole day. Yeah. And then they'd walk by and go, that looks really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so that's sort of my strategy is is looking at a menu and looking for lean options of protein. Okay. So chicken breast. That's everybody's go-to. They think chicken breast. But Mm -hmm. so any fish that's um, grilled or Mm, broiled instead of fried <laughs> yeah yeah, you yeah i should fried. add baked yeah. baked to that but oh, yeah. a lot of times with baked they'll slather it in butter oh which makes sense okay you know so 
Look for a lean source of fish. Um, certain cuts of pork. Pork tenderloin and pork loin are almost as lean as chicken. Yeah. No, that is something I've discovered recently. It's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love pork tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so there's another good option. Um, sometimes there's turkey available. Search around for those. Look for different vegetable options. Um, you know, ask them, can I get it without the butter? Can I get it without the hollandaise on it? Mm. Um, they're, they're usually really cooperative about those things. And yeah. if you need to, order a double... A double on the vegetables and pass on the French fries. That's, yeah, that's always a big one, substituting sides. Substitute. Yeah. You know? Or get a cottage cheese and ask them, can I have that instead of getting it with my entree, can I get it, like, with my salad? So, you know, part of the idea there is you're you're filling up a little bit on better options Mm -hmm. before your dinner comes. Yeah. You know? So it doesn't doesn't take a degree in rocket science to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those, those are some of my go-to strategies. And, you know, it works. No, for sure, yeah. You know? I agree. I, some of those are new to me. Like, I know for me, I, I was a big appetizer fiend. So now when oh. I go out, yeah, so now when I go out to eat, I do not order appetizers just because I would order like three. Oh. I would be eating like 90% of them. So... <laughs> I was a big appetizer guy, so I decided, okay, I was like, I don't really need an appetizer, just do it because I want to eat, and I yeah. want, so it's like, so I cut out appetizers, and that made a big difference, but I like how you said, like, get a strategy there, if you're going to get appetizers and share, cut down the quantity, yeah. like, make it one or two, and then you, that way everyone's getting a little dip of it, and you're not the only one eating it. And there are, there are some um, that are good, you know, like, we've, we've got one that, here in town that offers a, a seared tuna steak oh. with soy and wasabi. Yeah. Seared tuna is a nice lean source of protein. For sure, that, yeah. I, that's a great appetizer. Yeah. Which leads us to another strategy. That, for many people, is an adequate entree. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the seared tuna? Yeah. Right. Okay, so they offer the appetizer portion, which is probably a nice... I'm going to guess maybe a six ounce tuna steak. Okay. So yeah, a pretty decent size then. Yeah. But their entree is like two or three of them. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now that's big. Yeah, for sure. Order the appetizer as your entree. Now you've got portion control helping you out. Yeah. That is a very good. Yeah. I like that too. Cause that's something I noticed, uh, with, uh, wings, like wings are always, you know, wings are always an appetizer. I'm a big fan of wings too. So uh-huh. I mean, you got to watch them, but like wings are always an appetizer. Then they always have like a wing meal and the appetizer's got like eight to 10 and then the meal you can get like 20, 20. 30 or whatever it is. So that's an interesting, I like that strategy where you could always get that appetizer wing meals. It's a little bit more portion control mm-hmm. and it's going to be better than cranking out 20 to 30 wings. So yeah. Yeah. You know, um, other people, and I think this is wise as well. You know, my husband and I are going to order one of these and split it. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, Order one entree, please bring us two plates. Okay. Okay, yeah. that creates portion control. Yeah. That's that's another great strategy. For sure. I like that one too because I mean most time when you go out, you're going out with someone, whether it's a significant other or a friend, mm-hmm. that's always a really small tactic that gets overlooked because those portions are like 
there's times where I get the meal and I'm like, I'm going to eat all this, but like, holy crap, this is a lot. Yeah. It's like, and you can easily share that or split that up between whoever you're with and yeah. like, boom. And that's really, I like that track tactic. My husband has used this one too. So especially to, to a place you frequent. And so you know what those portions are going to look like. Yeah. He'll ask for a box with his meal, not after. Oh, okay. When he gets it, he will immediately Take portion half, yeah. half, put it in a box, and set it aside. Hmm. All right, so now he's got something to take home. Yeah. But he's introduced some more portion control again. Yeah. And I, that one's pretty smart. Yeah, I like that one because it already like it just establishes like I'm going to eat this half. This half's going to be saved. Yeah. For tomorrow, the next day, right. whatever it is. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You take it away from me, and I'm less tempted to just keep. Oh yeah, going. And that's how I am. If it's in front of me, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, it needs to go away. So I like that because it like hides it at least. It's like mm-hmm. okay, it's out of way. Just eat what you have in front of you, and then from there you're relaxing. You know what I do when when I reach that point where I'm satisfied, yeah. and I realize <sighs> I'm tempted to keep going, I will take my dirty napkin and put it in the food. Mm, interesting. Okay, because okay, I really don't want to pull out a dirty <laughs> Right, yeah, just go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Stuff it right in the food. Yeah, so you trash the plate almost. Like, right, make it so okay, it's, yeah. I'm done. And, huh. it, and it's a signal to my server, I'm get this out of here. Yeah. But d- to the people I'm with, I, I'm not going to go back and go eating from under my dirty napkin. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's one of mine for self-control. Interesting, I like that. Yeah, there's tons of little strategies here I like. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to add uh, before we start wrapping things up? Just, just the realization that all of us, well, many of us want to, you know, get our nutrition under control, or you know, want to lose a couple of pounds or whatever. Okay, great. But life happens. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and what it, what is important to me is that everybody has enough information and education to understand that you're not going to go the next 40 years and not go out to dinner again. You're you're going to. You're you're going to go to a wedding, you're going to go to somebody's birthday party, you're going to celebrate an anniversary or whatever. We're all going to do it. So approach it with mindfulness, realize that one night isn't going to kill you. It's when you're doing it three or four nights a week yeah. that it will. And have a plan. Just just go in and know what you're going to do and what you're not going to do and stick to the plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's half the battle right there. Yeah. yeah it, it It's most of it. It's, it really is, yeah. You know, it's, it's when we allow ourselves, the, the mind to wander, we're not paying attention. We don't pay attention to how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. We don't pay attention to how much we've had to drink, mm-hmm. and we just keep let everything go. Yeah, we just keep going. Mm-hmm. And and then some people have the well, the train left the tracks, and so let's sink the boat. <laughs> I, yeah, like I'm gonna annihilate. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to do that. Right. You know, the the only thing worse than making a mistake is sticking with it, mm-hmm. making it exacerbating it, and just continue right. to build on it. Yeah. So. A couple of good examples, you know, if you're taking a road trip, you know, here to California, whatever. If you take a wrong turn, are you just going to stick with it until you're in Florida? <laughs> just keep on cruising. No. no yeah. Okay. The navigation system is going to say recalculating route yeah. because she's still going to try to get you 
get you to your destination. Right. That's all we have to do. You know, all right. So I had a big dinner. I, you know, I ate 300 extra calories or 800 or whatever it is. Yeah. Recalculate route. Yep. Get right back on track. Get right back on track. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't blow your whole day. It doesn't blow your whole week. It doesn't, it doesn't take you off the plan. Recalculate route and get back on it. I like that. That's a that's a good note to end on because that is that is the big thing is just because you make one mistake or you slip up once doesn't mean it's over. Yeah. You just gotta get right back on track. So yeah, awesome. Beautiful. That's a beautiful note to end on, Jess. Thanks for joining me today, uh, talking all about the restaurant stuff. So for those that are listening, hopefully you guys enjoyed, got some good value out of this. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more to come in the future. We'll see you guys on the next episode.